everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am your host, Larry. Uh, and I am your other host, Justin. <laughs> Justin uh, had a, has had a stressful week. Yes. But we're here. Very long, long week. I may have taken too much on, but, you know, that's say la vie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So this was going to be kind of a tighter episode, but we do have a review for you. Yes. It is a game review. We are doing Condemned. Uh, first time for me, long time for you. So, this is actually only my second time playing this game. Uh, the okay. first time I played it was uh, when it first came out. Uh, I played it with like a friend, Luke. Uh, he, okay. he was living with me at the time, and yeah, we just we sat down in front of the old 360 and just beat it in one night. <laughs> it was great. Okay. Yeah, we'll see if it holds All right. up. <laughs> All right, perfect. That's a, that's a that's a good little tease. Uh, Justin, what have you been up to? I know you've been busy. Anything you can talk about or you want to talk about? Yes, I can actually talk. Like right now, for the first time in a very long time, I can talk about everything I've been doing. Cool. Um, played a bunch of Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, looking forward to jumping back into that tomorrow uh, all day, which is going to be nice. I have the day off work tomorrow. That's just... And nice. for people who don't know, tomorrow or in the past for y'all is Justin's birthday. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm <laughs> feeling it this year. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, I played this like really cool uh, PSVR two game called Another Fisherman's Tale. Um, I wrote about it for that uh, Canadian uh, place that I've been writing for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was like a really nice, like touching story and it had like a really really interesting way to kind of uh keep players engaged i don't know how else to say it's it's a very (laughs) weird game but it is actually like easily one of my favorite vr games now okay um what else have i been playing i played a little bit more of a jedi survivor Okay. Um, Marcus is actually streaming that right now. I popped in to say hi because he's back from vacation. But like, I cannot watch this because it's, this is what, on the back burner. It is It is a lot of fun. It's definitely kind of got pushed to the side for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And I realize now that I need to bust my ass and try and finish this and uh, Jedi Survivor before Final Fantasy sixteen comes out in June. You have um, time. you got like... Yeah. Well, there's actually a also an, uh, another game coming out at the end of, uh, like a small indie game coming out that I really want to play at the end of the month. That's uh, called, uh, f- what is it, uh, Far Away Pioneers. Okay. Have you ever played Starbound? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, so it's, ba- it's, so it's from people who made Starbound and people who made Terraria went off, made this studio, and this is their first game. It's basically a, a mix between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... For people who don't know, uh, Michelle and I, every year or so, uh, start playing Terraria and okay. uh, waste maybe about 40 hours in the span of a week because we don't do anything <laughs> else but play it. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I can now say I am going to uh, Summer Games Fest in mm-hmm. June. So I've started to kind of... I can't talk about what I'm doing there yet. Um but there will be a lot of things I'm doing. I can tell you that. Um, other than that, movie-wise, oh, man. 
I didn't watch anything this week. <laughs> um, show wise, I'm up to date with on Yellow Jackets. I think. Okay. Um, and I'm up to date with Barry as well, which is, I'm not ready for that show to end. That is mm. one of my favorite shows. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm like super frazzled this week, so I'm, my I'm very scatterbrained, uh, especially today. Uh, yeah, it's all so good. What about you, Larry. <laughs> uh, so TV, I finished Mandalorian season three. Mm. I yes, think I'm did. in the the vast minority, but I. Andor was great. Like I had a good time, but like Mandalorian season three was awesome. Like I, I, for me, I think season three had some like low points, but the high points were so high. And maybe it was because people said it had low points and I was like, like prepared for like crap. Yeah. But like I never got that. And it wasn't it wasn't crap. It was just like it felt to me, because I was watching it week to week. It yes. felt like it was like kind of listless, like it didn't really know what it was doing until like the second half. Where it... Yeah, because I watched over like two days, so like oh, I got yeah, you're you're good. Yeah, and that's kind of why I do it. And like the other thing for me too is like Star Wars when it's at its best is when it's kind of hokey, I guess. Yeah. Like people know my favorite is Revenge of the Sith. Like I have a fond memory of the prequels, and even like the original trilogy is all like very like like kind of goofy in a way. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely it is. And and that's kind of what I like is like less stakes and just still like More things matter yeah yeah exactly exactly and i mean uh, and that, I started... that is the end the end of this season like uh, i think we should wait like a week or two before we like kind of okay. go into what happened uh but yeah the the specifically the last episode man mm-hmm. is like the best way i can describe it is if john wicks was or john wick <laughs> was in star wars it was it yeah. was awesome <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun, and I, I started Bad Batch. I actually started season one over again because I kind of forgot everything, so I was slowly watching that. Movies. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout, so I have seen all of them. How is that? I hear people think that one is the best. So I will actually. I text. I, I messaged Rachel because she's the one who mm-hmm. made me watch all yeah. of them. And my order now is one. Fallout. Three. Rogue Nation, Ghost Protocol, Lines, number two. <laughs> so I, Ghost Protocol, I don't think I saw that one. Is that the one in like Dubai? I think where he like jumps and like yes. breaks his ankle yeah. or something like that. He's like on the side of the building and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. And I the reason, see. the reason why I didn't like that one is there really isn't like a good villain. Mm, yeah, see, those movies live and die by their villains. Yeah, they they really really do and. That's oh uh, yeah. So I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm ready for the new one this summer. I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh yeah, that's right. I messaged you about that. Yeah, I am gonna go. Um, I do plan on going to see it. Uh, it's when sad. I get a chance. Oh, yeah. I think Devin cried like five times. I kind of mentioned to you. It goes into Rocket's backstory, and for a long time listeners you know like our dog Dante went through some like really serious health stuff and it was during COVID so we weren't able to even be there with him and so there's a lot of that kind of stuff that hit home yeah um but I walked out of that movie and the biggest thing I can say is I don't really feel worried about James Gunn taking over the DC universe because James Gunn took Guardians of the Galaxy which is like a really low tier like Marvel property I remember when they announced they were making a yeah. movie of it, and everybody was like, why the fuck would you make a movie of yeah. them? They're like, who the hell are they? 
Exactly. And he just, he has this ability to make you care about characters that you know nothing about. It happened with Peacemaker. Yeah. And I just, I trust him. Like, if, if you can make me feel that way about a CGI raccoon and his friends, like, yeah. It, it was, it was really good. Um, I, I have a question. <laughs> Did you yeah. hear about the new Chris Pratt thing? No. Where he was I, like, oh, people hated Jesus too. No, I, I'm like, there's a lot of Chris Pratt stuff I like, like Parks and Rec and oh, Guardians. Yeah, and Rec. yeah. The first of the new Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> but like, or Mario, or like. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious because you're kind of more in tune with that kind of stuff than I am. I've so. been turning it off so much recently because it is all just sucks and like i know where i stand on it and like there's nothing no one's saying anything or doing anything that's really like going to change the way i feel about so many different issues so yeah. i'd rather just focus on things that are nice i know i know it may be a stupid but like no I'll still get out and vote and all that it's, it's just it's just exhausting yeah. like i couldn't i couldn't imagine being plugged into that nonstop because it would make you hate oh dude let me tell you everything. It, it is it is because now that I, I so now that I write for that uh, Canadian magazine in the in the mm-hmm. Slack chan- in the Slack I'm in, I mean we we kind of talk they kind of talk about that stuff all the time. Yeah, and I I it's the one reason why I don't think I can really write news is because yeah. I don't want to kind of put myself in like having to like it's emotionally taxing, especially when you're tied yes. into it nonstop. And that's why we even on here like we we have discussed big issues when they've come up. Yeah. But like for the most part, we try to. This is like a nice escape. It's yeah. It's it's, it's for nice both for us and hopefully yeah. our audience. Yeah, uh, games. Um, keep playing Pokemon TCG Live. Just doing my dailies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I beat Condemned. Um, yep. But unlike you, I don't have a PS5, and there aren't really a whole lot of games on my horizon. So tomorrow, when I get home from work, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be here waiting for me, and. Uh, Sorry, I I have uh, an update actually, okay. uh, not okay. so much an update, but a request that just came in. Uh oh. Um. So it, I there is a movie I would like to add to the season. It has nothing to do with what we are watching. We can do it in between seasons if you want. But uh, my brother suggested we watch this movie that he never heard anybody else talk about. <sighs> okay. It's called Infestation from 2009. I haven't seen it. I, I don't know, but we should look at it. Tell your brother it will be added he to listens. the schedule. Okay, so Justin's brother, when you send us in an email or an audio clip as to why, we won't read it until then, but when I have that like in the in our show notes, I will slot it and we'll do it sooner than later. Okay, I'll let him know. All right, so I will put the timeline on him. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, Mike. I was There you go, Mike. I was <laughs> I was tempted this week after I beat Condemned to start Crisis Core cuz I'm really excited to play that. But don't, I know don't. when Zelda comes out, I'm just and I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Like it's going to be nice too cuz when 16 comes out, I'll have Crisis Core. I'll probably still be playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm just looking forward to not having to rush. I I told you my first Zelda game on launch I'll ever play. Mm-hmm. So did I did you get am... the amiibo? I know. I did. <laughs> did you? It'll my, be here tomorrow, but yeah. My 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 friend Matt, uh he has like we do board games, actually I met him through Pokemon. Uh he has every amiibo ever. 
Jesus. So I, I told him on Saturday I might stop by because we're going to the Peace House for some board games. Just like scan those Mebos quick. Boop, 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 just hit them all. So <laughs> interestingly enough, um, I know they've they changed what a bunch of them do in tears okay. versus what they did in Breath of the Wild. Because I have two. I have the one from Majora's and I have the one from Ocarina. Ooh, uh, see, I don't. The only Amiibos I have are. Well, they're not down here anymore. Uh, I have like. Um, Peach, Bowser, and Mario in like their wedding gear. Okay, fun. And, yeah, and then this. Uh, oh, I think I have an Inkling or whatever they're called for okay. Splatoon because I got it yep. with the Switch, uh, or I got it with the game, and then I'll have this Zelda one. So pretty cool. Uh, books. I finished three. I finished the Truth Is Out There. It was like the second like anthology short story one from the X Files. Uh, huge drop off in quality. The, oh, the really? last story was good. Well, it's yeah. just like the old stories like were kind of spooky. These ones yeah. really weren't. Okay. The last one was, but this is like if the last one was like a four ish, this one was like a three ish. Okay. Out of like five, um, I finished the Lost Girl by R.L. Stein. It's like the Fear Street ones. It's the third How are the, one. Are those still like? This was the best one. Okay. Is that was, so? Is he still writing those? I don't know. As far as I can tell on my Libby app, there's only six of them. And I don't think there's any more coming out, but it's like five hours. So there's like a super quick, like, listen through. Uh, I am reading The Well of Ascension, which is the second book in the Mistborn trilogy by Brandon Sanderson. And it's fantastic. Uh, I started Dead Until Dark. It's my audiobook now, which is the first of the Sookie Stackhouse novels, what True Blood's based on. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep my vampires going strong. And then I started uh, Popisho which is the book club I'm in. It's Steven, who was on here for Sekiro yeah. review. It's it's his choice this month. Interesting. It, I won't ask yeah. you about it then, because I, I, he listens, I think. I don't remember. He does. He, he does. Yeah. Uh, the book club is next Saturday. It's something. Okay. Something. Oh, man. And I then, had a really, like, garbagey vampire thing that I was going to tell you about, because it, like, it, I heard about it or saw it, and I was like, this guy, this has got Larry fucking written all over it, but I can't, I can't remember what it is. But I'm such remember, a sap for vampires. <laughs> like you put vampires in front of me, it's like okay. Uh, but then the other thing is, I finished the original Dragon Ball manga. Oh, how how was that compared to the show? Um, so obviously people know like I didn't watch it until like 2021, like any yeah. of the Dragon Ball stuff at all. And I like OG Dragon Ball. Some of the older, like the really old episodes are not Iffy. politically correct <laughs> yeah um, with some of the stuff that's in it but like i really like goku as a kid it's it's far more lighthearted. i like the red ribbon rb i like i really like the tenkaichi budokai like the the tournament stuff i really really like that have and you then, played any of the tenchai budokai games no but i know new ones coming out and i plan on getting that so i'm excited for that but i also like piccolo and we spent a lot of time with the original demon king piccolo then piccolo jr uh, so I started Super, or at the first one. That piece... So have you watched Super? No, I've watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. And I okay. started watching GT, and then I was like, man, eh, no, this is <laughs> Yes, yeah. I, I did watch GT, and yes, you're right. Uh, but Super... Um, actually, people didn't like it. For me, I kind of enjoy it because it's, it's a lot more lighthearted there the, the final arc is very like heavy but like overall it's kind of light this one like usually the manga is like, a little bit more in depth 
like not filler it just goes into stuff more this fucking thing flew like it probably covers like it covers the first two movies which is like the first like three arcs and it skips like the entire golden freeze of stuff oh wow yeah which i was <laughs> bummed out about which was weird so it is what it is but yeah that's all i got for this i know you're tired i'm tired too do you just want to hop on in to condemned yeah sure i actually have some interesting info this week so perfect let's do it Do you want to tell him my message to you when I started this game this week? Oh, yeah. Into my to my consternation, or should we wait until we get into the actual review proper? Let's wait until we get into the review okay. proper because I have to look it up. <laughs> um, well, we don't have to be specific. Just my horrific realization about what I was about to get into. Oh, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Okay, we'll get into it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I like I said, I have a, I have a couple interesting things. I'm going to start off with. Larry's favorite thing about video games, sales. <laughs> yes. Um, so before I even get into it, obviously Condemned Criminal Origins was released as like it titled Just Condemned in Europe and Australia. It's a quote unquote survival horror game for the 360 and PC developed by Monolith Productions and published by Sega. Do you know who Monolith Productions is? No, but I do know who Sega is. Have you ever played uh, Shadow of Mordor? Yeah. Uh, this is them. <laughs> This was, yeah. I'm happy to so, see they fixed their hitboxes. <laughs> get into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they made um, Blood, which is, like, one of my favorite, like, old-school shooter games. It's okay. very reminiscent of, like, Doom. Um, okay. They also made No One Lives Forever, which is, like, if you ever hear about it, it's, like, a very highly regarded older, uh, like, a female James Bond game, basically, but it's, like, it is so much more and it is so much better than like any James Bond game you've ever played. Uh, and then they also The only did... one I ever played was Nightfire on the PS2. Oh. Oh, you didn't even play the good one. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember just pl- I remember playing the multiplayer by myself because I didn't have like internet. Yeah. And I remember just loving it. I remember loving the multiplayer in Nightfire. I'm sure it is dog water oh, now. Oh yeah. I mean it's just like GoldenEye. GoldenEye was amazing back in the day, but now obviously. Yeah. And it's not so great. But uh, so they also made that uh, the Matrix Online, which was like an, a Matrix MMO that shut down oh, like years ago. Okay. Uh, they made Fear. I, don't know I have heard of Fear. Of okay, I have. Um, it's a, it's then, a creepy little girl, and the Fear stands for yes. something. Yeah, uh, it's uh, what is it? I actually have it here. First Encounter Assault Recon. Um, okay. Yeah, not it doesn't stand for anything cool. Um, <laughs> and then obviously they made like the Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, and they're actually making the uh, Wonder Woman game coming out did not know that that would be interesting okay uh so it was published for the three it was a launch title for the 360 and it launched in november 20 sorry 2005 Mm -hmm. and it came out in 
PC in April of 2006. Um, so sales figures, it, it's obviously, it's like still kind of unknown the exact numbers, but it's estimated to be around like 0.4 million. So like 400,000 units. Okay. Okay. So, which is like pretty decent. Um, the game I thought this was, is not the game it was. I think I had this confused with Manhunt in my head. Oh, Manhunt is a fucking amazing game. Yeah, I, I had this definitely confused with Manhunt because when I loaded in and saw what it was, it's like, this is not what I thought I was getting ready to play. So, uh, all right. I, I got a couple of tidbits and then I want to, I actually, I'm going to tell you how it was received by critics okay. in 2005 Perfect. and then we can yeah. get into it. Um, so, authentic, uh, aesthetically, this game was influenced by such films as Silence of the Lambs, Seven. Which, by the way, we're reviewing next week. Surprise! Yeah, I, I told I told you. I was like, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, man, this is going to go great. Yes. Um, but uh, the game's writer and lead designer also cited uh, Jacob's Ladder, 28 Days okay. Later, and Saw. As well okay. as like, a couple episodes of X-Files, but he didn't actually like, come yeah, go and say which ones. Which ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the development of this game, Monolith carried out extensive research on real-world world serial killers as they wanted to try to better understand the psychology of them. Uh, the town, or the city, I guess, uh, Metro, is very loosely based on Seattle. They actually okay. hired a bunch of surveyors to kind of search out these abandoned buildings. Oh, and, fun. like, scope them out. Um and then uh, on the game's combat system, the, the team wanted to, quote unquote, mess around, find game mechanics that could be sitter, considered new, or at least tweaked to be fresh. Uh, okay. Wanting the melee combat to be, quote unquote, again, absolutely satisfying in the same way that dueling somebody with a huge machine gun or shotgun is. <laughs> um okay. Yeah, uh, they wanted basically they wanted the co- close quarters combat to feel like really gritty, um, and they didn't kind of want to add a bunch of combos to kind of make our character seem like an action star. They wanted it to be basic, raw, and primal. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, uh, that's it for that. <laughs> wow, I thought there's gonna be more, um, but. How do you think that this game was received in 2005? If you so, had before, so before I answer that, I want to play I, our one of my favorite games. Okay. Of what other games came out at the I, same I time? I have a list. I have. Oh, list perfect! I'll let you okay. go. Okay, so okay. tell me other games that came out at the same time then, for not only uh, me but the listeners. Resident Evil Four. Yes, I Th- I actually that, knew that, that one at the top of my head. <laughs> so that one is like you have to understand. Resident Evil Four is like it's a beast Capcom. of its own. Yeah, and it was them really trying to get the franchise up and going yes, again. So exactly, all the birds were in a row. You also have uh, the first God of War, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Three, which you haven't played. It's my fucking favorite. Uh, Guitar Hero. <laughs> I know that doesn't really uh, kind of land with this, but um, where was I? Shadow of Colossus. If you've ever played that, the original PS2 one. Uh, Psychonauts got it, and she hated it. She played it for like two hours, and she fucking hated the controls. She was getting so mad. Oh, the controls are dog shit, but that game (laughs) is so beautiful. Um, uh, San Andreas came out that year. Okay. Oh wait, no, that's top rentals. Sorry, I'm looking at a really weird list. It's okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so how do I think it was received? Yes. 
Launch title for the 360? Yes. I bet it was positively received, and I can kind of see why. Interesting. Oh, uh, Splinter Cell. I'm not there with it, but I can kind of see why it would be. Sorry, I'm I'm really interested. I'm really interested in these <laughs> games that came out. Now. Did you, have you ever played the Warriors for PS2? No, actually. Oh, that fucking game! That is by far one of the best games for PS2. Really? That's a Dude, that game is that's, amazing. A, that's a statement. It is so good, and it's co-op, and it's made okay. by the same people who make uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay, it's fucking wild. Um, the Star Wars Episode Three game came out that year. Devil May Cry game. Three, uh, From Russia with Love. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, the best Matrix game. The Matrix Path Reloaded. of Neo. No. Dude, play what's, Path of, Path of Neo. What, what, what's the what's the one where there's like live action cutscenes and Jada Pinkett makes out with somebody? Uh, oh, girl. Um, I remember that happening. My mom being very pissed off because I got it from uh, the <laughs> video store. Um, I'm going to look it up right Enter here. The Matrix? Is it Enter, Enter the Matrix? Enter the Matrix, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, what well, that game was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways um condemned was well received by critics uh, yeah. who praised the combat mechanics graphics animations ai and especially the sound design common points of criticism included the game's uh linearity a lack of variety in both level design and gameplay what was received to be perceived as a poor implementation of of the use of forensic tools the game sold well upon its initial 360 release, going on to become the fifth best-selling launch title of the platform. It also won a bunch of, like, awards. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So do you want to do 60 seconds, or do you just want to summarize it real quick? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to do 60, but I can, okay. I'll, I'll try to summarize it. So basically, we play as Ethan... Thomas. Thomas, <laughs> it's been a week, man. Ethan um, winners. Yeah, I know. I the, as soon as I said Ethan, I that's the first thing that came to my <laughs> mind. Um, so we play as Ethan Thomas. He's a like basically a, a FBI, FBI agent. agent. Um, what is his exact? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and we ba- were he's basically in charge of like tracking down the serial killers, and a bunch of his cases have gone cold recently. So and he's like trying to figure out why, and they. They're, I forget the killer that they're originally chasing down when the mannequin happens. killer or something the like mannequin that. Mannequin killer, yes. Um, basically, uh, a bunch of shit happens. Ethan gets knocked or electrocuted, um, and like, kind of falls to the ground, drops the pistol. This like weird guy picks up his gun and is like threatening him. And then um, two of the cops that come with came with us at the start come into this come into this room. This guy like shoots him. And pushes him out a window, uh, and then you are you pass out. You wake up in this like old guy Malcolm, I think was his name, his mm-hmm. room, and he tells you that the cops found your gun at the crime scene, so they're automatically blaming you, except for our uh, forensic lady Rose, Rosa, uh, Rosa, right? Uh, Rosa, like believes us and like was trying to help us out. Um, and we're kind of going on looking for this serial killer known as I, uh, I forget what they called him. It's like S, SGK, SGK. That's it. Basically, we go around. We, it, basically, we chase him. It turns out he's like killing the serial killers. 
yes. uh, using their methods. So they kind of just like disappear from the face of the earth. Um, and then we come across the, I think the torturer is what he was called. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like committed suicide, I think. And we, so we like hide his body and kind of dress up like him. And we spring a trap on SGK or SGX, whatever. <laughs> um, and then we go to a barn. And then this is kind of where I lose the plot. Cause I kind of forget yep. what I played last night. Um, all I remember is that we Malcolm. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Um, we, it turns out that that guy SGK is related to Malcolm mm -hmm. and he kind of knocks us out a little bit and then he knocks Malcolm out and then we get brought to like this barn. Yep. And then he's like, I think he's like strangling us or something. Dude, I, this is, I'm sorry. This is really rough. And then Malcolm comes and knocks him out and frees us. And then we have to like basically fight through all the like minions. weird guys, minions. Uh, and then we have to fight what I can only describe as like a knockoff pinhead. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we are like pulling out his spikes and stuff and, and then we kill him. And then it turns out that uh, Malcolm picks us up and he's got his nephew in the trunk. And then we're going to give him the option to kill him or not. And basically, no matter what's that? Did you kill him? No, because I knew what happened. No, I knew no matter I... what, he kills himself. Oh, really? I didn't kill dies. him either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, either way, he dies. Um, and then, that, yeah. And then, like, a bunch of stuff happens in the epilogue where, like, Rose comes and tells you that she's bugged. And that's like that's it, dude. It's been a fun. You go to the bathroom <laughs> and then you puke and then you kind of right, turn and into then the you final turn boss. into like the fucked up like racist guy. Yeah. 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 So I think the way you described it is kind of how I felt playing it. Um, I felt like we had a kind of a clear plot, and I felt as we went through those like ten chapters, it got muddier and muddier until it almost felt like the last chapter was like a different kind of game, almost. Well, the last chapter. So like I kind of felt the for the first especially the first few chapters you kind of like feel kind of like kind of like an FBI agent still yeah because you're like using the forensic tools and like like I told you today or was it yesterday I don't remember like there were two parts that I remembered in this game and it was the start and the mannequin fact or like I forget what the store yeah. is called it's like bobs or burgers <laughs> or something um those are like the only parts I remembered, and I remembered finding the guy in the locker, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, this Larry would love this game. Uh, <laughs> it's basically CSI because you use these forensic tools, and then you really don't by the end." Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I agree. It was very like the latter half is muddy, way muddier than the first half, and it kind of loses its plot a little bit, and it becomes. Yeah. I think there is a very good reason why I remember the intro. Mm -hmm. and the mannequin thing and then the rest is just kind of like a bunch of bullshit yeah because pretty much once you leave the library like once rosa leaves you and you kind of go to the last kind of bit it turns into it felt like to be like an entirely different game you're doing something entirely different like you're actually hunting demons at that point too well yeah because and... that's is that's because that is like when we fight the like cook lady right that's that's after the library yep mm -hmm. yeah yeah it just it just gets weird and it's not so much that it's bad like i think the plot is interesting and i definitely was hooked and i i wanted to understand the end it just 
got so messy and like when especially when you puke and like you turn into that thing it's like why though yeah and, and that's kind of so condemned to because there is a sequel we will not yeah. be playing it <laughs> um it was like really i think that condemned 2 was better because it leans into it but okay. it like leans into it hard okay and it's like very weird <laughs> um but it's also like super short because they like included the multiplayer thing that obviously Oof. isn't on anymore um yeah it's okay neither is dead spaces three. Oh my god fuck that game um yeah i i agree like i i do i think the idea of this plot is interesting especially because yes. i feel like we don't see, like we see it a lot in like tv with like the whole mm -hmm. like fbi csi stuff but we never actually really see it in games so i thought it was interesting that they kind of took a stab at something new i'm i, I think batman or arkham probably took some notes from this in a lot yeah, of ways oh, yeah absolutely i i am gonna say that condemned 2 ends on a cliffhanger that i remember <laughs> very well uh and we never got a third one that sucks that's so always the worst the fucking it's yeah it's yeah it i still get frustrated about it from time <laughs> to time uh yeah um but no i i i i appreciate that they tried to do something new and that they like i think I like we've said I think the first half kind of nails it and the second half after playing the second one mm -hmm. kind of makes a little more sense but it's still like if when this came out this was the only one right so yeah like, and it's not that it's fuck? bad it's it's very similar like the Stephen King right his whole setup is cool world his cool stories cool characters and then by the end you finish it and you're like what the fuck happened yeah. <laughs> like how yeah. did we end up here <laughs> yeah. and so it's not that it's bad and like it is interesting like i think maybe as like a book it'd be kind of cooler but it definitely kind of lost me by the end yeah i agree oh we but, forgot to talk about oh you know what we'll get into the next section okay uh what are your plot this was kind of hard for me because i remember <laughs> i i went back i had very uh rose colored glasses for this of course game. of course um but man, it did not hold up as well as I thought it did. Um, so I gave it a six and a half. <laughs> hey, I gave it a six. So we're okay. we're tight. Gameplay. Uh, I mentioned I sat uh -huh. down to play this and I messaged Justin. I was like, hey, how do I get my controller to work? You're like, bro, I told you on PC there is no controller support. So Larry had to play this game with mouse and keyboard. <laughs> I had to drop my sensitivity for my mouse all the way down. And even that, it was swinging all over the place. Um, but I will say the game prompts you a lot as you're playing with what to do or what buttons to push. Yeah, yes. And it's kind of going to be the, the running theme for gameplay for me, is there are things that pissed me off and frustrated me, but there's a lot of saving graces that help it. Yeah. Um, I played on easy, and I found that the health was pretty plentiful. Um and also if you get down really low it recovers it a little bit so you can kind of take like you can get low it'll recover like back up okay. to like two or three hits which is nice um i enjoyed running around and finding different weapons and kind of having to like not get comfortable with anything and having to use what you find and yeah. having to use certain weapons to open up certain sections it yes. was kind of telegraphed like the sledgehammer and the shovel and the axe like they only kind of popped up when you 
like needed yeah, when to you open needed something. Them, yes. Yeah. But even so, I, I found that to be very cool. Although I will tell you, I really fucked myself as I got really comfortable using the taser. And then the final level, there is no taser. And that, yeah. that crippled me. Uh, and that kind of leads into like my biggest con, but then my biggest pro. Do I hear it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> my biggest con is the hitboxes yeah. in this game. Because I turned on the reticle, I turned on smart aim and all that stuff. So I found with the guns, for the most part, in the taser particularly, you had pretty well hitboxes. Yeah, yeah. If absolutely. you were fucking swinging something or trying to block in this game, it was it was a dice roll. And the best way I can describe it, there was one time where I kind of fucked up. I realized like I took too much damage in this one in the library in the stacks, yeah. and I I just decided to myself get killed. And so I just stood there. It took ten minutes for them to kill me. There were other times in that area where I would just run through and they would just shred me to fucking bits in like three seconds. I literally stood there not pushing any buttons in the middle of the room, and it took them ten minutes to kill me. Jesus. And wow. <laughs> that is the best way. And the final boss, it only took me two tries, but I played it when I took the final boss on the first time. And you have to fight all those minions, he drops down, and yeah. you have to hit him and stuff. I didn't know if I was going to be able to beat it because I was getting the dog water beat out of me. But then I found out you don't have to use the axe, you can just kick him. And the yeah. kick works very similar to like the guns and stuff, where if you kick in front of you, you're hitting what's in front of you. No yeah. matter where it's at in relation, you're going to hit it at some point. So the kicking mechanic was really, really good. But the saving grace for this game, and it's going to be the reason why, even though like sometimes I got lost because a lot of the stuff looked the same and the mouse and keyboard was hard and like some of the areas were kind of hard to navigate, the checkpoint system in this game is one of the best we've had in the podcast history. It gave you a ton of them it would save before any kind of major encounter or yeah. any kind of major section so like yeah i was getting fucked on and i was getting like destroyed and like shred especially in that library section like when the guy cuts down the door you gotta chase him to get the axe like i spent a lot of time there um but like i kind of learned and got better i think it's what, what yeah. dark souls like wants you to do but like minus the fucking boss runs like you yeah. can just kind of get better at that section you're right there there's no penalties for it and I love that. Like, I don't mind getting beat up on in a game. Like, think back, I know we talk about this a lot, but Blasto. If you fucked up in Blasto, you were fucked. Like, you yeah, were capital F yeah. fucked. And this, like, there were just times where, like, I never got angry. I got frustrated, but I think frustrated and angry are two different things when you're playing a video game. And, yes, I think in comparison to some of the other games that came out at this time, I, I think it probably get marked down on it for like how it looks and how it plays but like overall I would I have to admit this was a more pleasant experience than what I thought it was going to be when I sat down and realized that I was going to have to figure out how to use mouse and keyboard and not my controller yeah I, I gotta figure out a way to like share my Xbox account with you because I have it on Xbox like digitally yeah and like I mean that's also how I played Downpour too is i just yeah that's right um but no i i I do agree with you i i i am a fan of the combat and i could it could be the difference between keyboard and mouse and controller Mm -hmm. because like i said i played this on the 
uh, Series X or whatever through like the backwards compatibility thing, mm -hmm. which is also nice because it like upscales it a little bit and like lo makes it look a little cleaner. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and I didn't know if they like downloaded an HD mod because some of them looked crisp. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it was like playing. Uh, although I will say, this game is <laughs> like the lighting in this game is like non-existent. Yeah, <laughs> it does, especially that final level where if you don't have a burning log, you are fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like even in the first level, I was like, yeah, holy fuck! Like, where the fuck am I going? I can't mm -hmm. see. Um, but no, I, I did enjoy the um, like hand to hand. Well, not hand to hand, but like melee combat. But I think it's more because it had like a crunch to it. Like every, yeah. like personally, I liked how like the weapons felt. Um, obviously, I like the firearms better because the machine gun was cool. I liked how the machine yeah. gun worked. Yeah, you just shoot people and they die, and that's yeah. a lot easier. Um, the blocking was eh, not great. <laughs> uh, that's not you. That's just it's not great. Okay. Um, the game, but other than that, like the gameplay was like yeah, I agree. Like the checkpoints was good. Were good. I really liked whenever they included like the forensic stuff. Me too. I just like I wish it was kind of more centered around that, like that aspect. Yeah, I, I like Maybe that. Like if you needed more. to use it, they told you. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think if yeah. that didn't exist, I think this game would have been way fucking harder. Oh, it would have been fucking impossible. <laughs> like in the in yeah. the house in particular, we had to go find the four clues. Like could mm -hmm. like that was rough. But can you imagine doing the whole game like that? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was but fun, no, though. I You're mean, right. You're totally right. Like, I, I think they tried some things, and I think a lot of it did work to their benefit. Um, it is very linear, but I think that kind of, like, works for it. Because this mm -hmm. is also, like, in the era of games that a lot of people call, like, the brown era, where everything is just, like, dark and gritty. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't look, it doesn't look great now because everything's just kind of like, Blech. yeah, yeah, nothing's got like color pop to it, and that was just kind of like the games of this era. That's what they were. Um, and the enemy designs were like okay, uh, they were very repetitive. Cool. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, the weird like uh, Hellraiser guy was okay. Hate the like. <laughs> he was cool, but like I wish we had like more to like what the fuck you, like you had to pull stat things yes. out of them in order yeah no I, Again, I agree came out of nowhere I, I think eventually maybe um we should probably play too okay. but I think it'll be a while um but no I they try new things I I enjoy it for the most part I think it does age poorly yeah um but yeah I so I, I think you'll be surprised I gave it a seven and I'm telling you, it was the checkpoint thing. Like, getting beat up on, but not having to get fucked. I, I, I can... I, mean, I play Final Fantasy. Like, I've... And I've done, like... Yeah. I've done challenge runs of Resident Evil. Like, I don't mind doing hard stuff. It's just not... The Dark Souls hard stuff. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> so uh, I, I give it, it a seven and a half. Oh, okay. sorry. Perfect. I'll just say that. You're ready to ask you. Uh, audio. I think this is kind of where it shines brightest. Oh, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, I kind of, the the reason I wanted to mention it, uh, like how critics received it and kind of what they praised is because I think it's still true now. I think like this, like soundscape or whatever you want to call it is like really good. 
Yeah. Um, and it there is like a sense of because this game is so dark. Whenever you kind of go into a new room, you can like you sometimes you like think you hear somebody or you like mm-hmm. hear a cart being knocked over or, or like, a dead bird. Breaking. Yeah, or a dead bird. Like, and it's like it kind of raises the hair on the back of your neck because you know something's coming. Yeah. Um, there were times where like. I noticed the voice acting was really good because sometimes you have been like, I love Final Fantasy X, but obviously people like to joke about the ha 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 yeah. scene. And this is like almost the opposite where the game kind of looks a little rough, but the voice acting overall was like really good. And like the voice acting was so good, it kind of made the facial structure of our characters look worse in comparison. So do you know, if I say Greg Grunberg, do you know who that is? No, I don't. Uh, did you ever watch Heroes? Yeah. He is, uh, what is his name in Heroes? Matthew, the cop. Oh yeah, sure, sure. He plays like the lead character. Oh, cool. Okay. And he doesn't return for the second game though. Okay. <laughs> yep. But no, I, I I thought it was good, and I, and yeah. I and I I thought the voice acting was good. I I love the sound of the guns and the way things hit, or when you pulled stuff off. You could like you mentioned, like you hear glass breaking, so you kind of look around and people are coming at you. Yeah. Or like them ripping shit off the walls. I thought was really good. Uh, the TV ambient noises, the the music, and all the levels was different. I never felt like anything was like reused or overdone. Um, I was really kind of like this is definitely where this game shined for me. No, I I I mean I agree too. I think it's it's clearly where they put a lot of focus in and it definitely paid off so i gave it i gave it an eight and a half i was really impressed i gave it an eight how scary whoop my voice cracked that's fun uh how scary i kind of come and go with this on how i feel because a you have me the main reason i wanted to play this game is because i remember the first time i played it how scared I was during the mannequins like department store. Yes, yeah. Because for me that was like, what, like what the fuck? Yeah. And I mean, and it's still. I mean, I think it's still effective. Obviously, because I knew going into it, I kind of knew the whole shtick. Um, and there is like a certain like, not fear, but like tenseness that comes from like hearing the noises in the dark. Yeah. But I think after a while it kind of has the same like old school resident evil feel where you kind of get used to it and you learn what to expect yeah and it obviously like takes away from the surprise of everything yeah playing at my pc and i always when i play here like my one monitor can put out sound but like i use my headphones because they're really nice and I definitely felt that. Like I, I loved like hearing glass breaker in the house, like hearing noises and no. Like, to me, that's like super spooky. It definitely keeps you on edge because sometimes they just throw that shit out. You don't think it's actually happening. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that was cool too. Uh, I agree with you about the mannequin stuff, um, and I agree that you, it has the Resident Evil feeling. But by the end, like you're fighting gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> but yeah. like the final chapter, losing that stun gun. And how dark it was not having your flashlight, I definitely think they amped it back up again. Um, That's fair. I I thought it was a really cool way to take you from this, like, because you have your super taser, and, like, by this point, they're introduced to the submachine gun. Like I said, I learned I can super taser somebody, they'll fall down, I can kick them, and they're dead. Like, yeah. any enemy. 
And so, like, when that happens, like, you're super good. And, like, the final two big boss fights, the one in the house, where you have to, like, do damage, is kind of in that dreamscape, and then the, the, the pinhead-looking guy. Yeah. Like, I felt like they were good, spooky fights. And I thought that they really challenged you, and they made you feel vulnerable, and they did it in a way that didn't, like, kind of compromise, like, what we had learned of the game so far. So it wasn't like you had to be good at, like, the swinging. You, you did, but it was also, like... You had to be good at moving around and, like, kind of learning, like, the final boss guy had that wind-up swing. So you just backed up, waited for him to do that, and then went and kicked his knees. And, <laughs> and, and like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, is this the scariest game you ever played? No. Like, but is it, like, the not the scariest? No. I, I think there's some stuff that's really good. I think that it'd be kind of cool to see this, like, uh, like maybe, like, remade. I think there's a lot of cool things. Like, this is the game that I wanted the Saw game to be that we played. Like, I yeah, think and, there's a and lot I think of cool it's stuff interesting here. that we played Saw first because it definitely gives you that, like, th- I mean, they even said part of the inspiration for this game was, like, the film Saw. This felt more like a Saw game than the Saw game we played. Yeah. Oh. Man, we gotta play, like, Saw 2. As soon as we is, get Rachel on board, we can do it. Dude, Saw 2 is easily one of the worst fucking <laughs> games ever. Is it on Steam? Uh, no. It okay. is. There was a PC version, but it was received so poorly on consoles <laughs> that they canceled it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so how scary? Uh, I give it a five and a half. I, I was pleasantly surprised, and I again, I really liked how at the end they they neutered us almost. Yeah, I I give it a four and a half because I I do think it it had some moments, but kind of with everything being a little bit repetitive it kind of lost some of that luster for me and you're right kind of the 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 ending chapter did bring it back but i I missed that stun gun so much (laughs) i was so fucked (laughs) all right to review the scores reply i gave it a six just gave it a six and a half for gameplay i gave it a seven just gave it a seven and a half for audio i gave it an eight and a half just gave it an eight and for how scary i gave it a five and a half just gave it a four and a half that gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 67. And that actually do, 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 has it tied with a few things. It's tied with Hellraiser that came out last year. And Jason Lives, Friday Part 6. Yep. <laughs> the video game above it is Fatal Frame 2 Crimson Butterfly with a 68. And the video game below it, Jesus Christ, Larry. The Last of Us, dude. I'm sixty-six. Dude, you tanked that score so hard. I still don't know if the house scary is going to come up much when we replay it. From a oh, this is a zero. (laughs) You're fucking kidding me. But even still, I think if it goes up to like a three or like a four, it's not going to that 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 final category can fuck things really hard. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely not. It's not worse than this game. <laughs> it's it's happening. I have it on my wish list. We're going to replay the remastered version. It's happening, people. It is. I promise. Fixed. It is fixed now, for the cool. most part. I'm hoping in the summer for the summer Steam sale, it'll go on sale so I can get it cheaper. Oh, here's the question: Do we mod? Do we look over the mods and agree to some mods? Sure. Before, okay. I think that'll be fun. Okay, that's all we got for condemned. We're gonna play a quick commercial and head on into the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, 
and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, I was, what was I doing? But something happened and like seven came up and I was like, why didn't I pick that? It is a, literally a religious horror movie. Like it, yeah. it's the fucking seven deadly sins. Like I don't even know. I think I was listening to some podcast making fun of Gwyneth Paltrow, and I was like, shit, we should do seven. We should make fun of Gwyneth. Paltrow. <laughs> we should join in too. Uh, but no, I, I think, and I think you're totally right. I think it's gonna be a really good companion piece. So that is next week's episode. Uh, then we have some movies before our next game, which is a fourth entry from Shannon, uh, Outlast Two. Yeah, when are we reviewing that game? You have a month. Uh, is it? Do I have more than a month? Because I will be in LA in a month. <laughs> so that episode is scheduled to drop on six twelve. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so maybe next week, when maybe we'll drink some coffee before we sit down or come on a little bit earlier, we can look okay. for when you're going to be gone and readjust stuff. Okay. You can always record it before I go. But then we, yeah okay we'll figure it out yeah. and then so people know uh i have picked a couple of new release movies that i would like to review this year yes. um one is going to be talk to me it's an a24 movie it looks super creepy uh the other one is the last voyage of the demeter um which is a vampire movie mm-hmm. um i did have the exorcist slated but apparently it, it got a test screening and it got fucking destroyed but if you remember, I really didn't like OG Exorcist, so it could be fun to make fun of another one. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, it won't be bad. And then the other one is the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and I would like to do some of the games before we get to that. Okay. Because those games, I... those are like eleven out of tens for me. Like they, like this, the whole fucking thing, man, just throws me for a loop. I have uh, two games that i would like to add okay. I, i'm just kind of ripping them to you now because i'm sure there will be more yeah I, I can polish it on the uh tomorrow but what are they yeah and um so one of them is called routine it's like a sci-fi horror game you should look into okay um, it, and when then it come out do you know um sorry for the typing friends routine release date do they have it just says 2023 all right, TBD. Okay. So, um, and then we need to play Alan Wake 1 because Alan Wake 2 is going to come out this year. Okay. I When I bought Control, I got all the Alan Wake stuff. So I'm, I'm down with that. But yeah, that's kind of like the big kind of event stuff that's coming out. Oh, we're going to do the Meg 2 also. Okay, I need to watch the Meg one before that. Yeah, we, we can re- re- review both of them if you want to. The first one is, like, I think it's PG-13, and it's definitely missing the blood. But watching Jason Statham fight a giant shark, like, come on. And now we get to watch him fight three giant sharks, and it's going to be R? Like, let's, let's fucking let's go. go. Let's All go. Right, okay. Like, is it going to be, like, one of the best things ever? No, but we, we, maybe we won't even score it. Maybe we'll just have a good time, like, riffing on it. Okay. All right. Um, 
but yeah, that's what's coming up. Uh, we'll keep everybody posted. And patrons stick around. I have a question for Justin in the post section. I have a question for you as well. Perfect. And guys, until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys helped make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.